This is not financial advice. Why don't you buy some Bitcoin, you know? Buy Bitcoin. Welcome to the Crypto Whack Pack. Viewer discretion is advised. Oh, oh baby. Live from Jeffrey Epstein's prison cell, it's the Crypto Whack Pack. With host Sparky, with co-host the Crypto Knight himself, and me, just this guy over here, yep. On today's episode, El Salvador, Mrs. Hillary Clinton, Ethereum, some Voyager, and a whole bunch more. Take it away, Sparky. Welcome to the Crypto Whack Pack. I'm loving these new intros. Yeah. Jimmy, I usually what's ask up? you what's going to make us rich this week. I'm going to ask you who's going to kill us for our Bitcoin. Oh, boy. Huh? There is all kinds of fun out there, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. Well, seems how you want to go that way. Yes. Yes. We'll, yes. We'll start here. Okay. How's this? Oh. You know that lady? Yeah. 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 I won't call her a lady. Nancy Socher. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton says cryptocurrency has the potential to destabilize nations in uh, traditional currencies. To which I say, exactly. That's a great photo, isn't it? Good yeah. Lord. She looks Sexy. as nutty as she is. She's nutty like a turd. <laughs> Creepy as hell. <laughs> uh, <coughs> Hillary Clinton isn't a fan of cryptocurrency. She thinks it's a widespread adoption could undermine traditional currencies, including the dollar and destabilize nations, big and small. The former Democratic presidential candidate and Secretary of State made comments via webcast during a panel discussion at Bloomberg in New Economic Forum in Singapore on Friday. What looks like a very interesting and somewhat exotic effort to literally mine new coins in order to trade them as a potential for undermining currencies and undermining the role of the dollar as a reserve currency for destabilizing nations, perhaps starting with small ones, but then going to much larger, she said. Clinton's comments come as uh, countries grapple with both adoption and regulation of cryptocurrencies. China has banned the price. I'm going to cut that out. <laughs> China, China has banned the private use of cryptocurrencies, making the cryptocurrency related businesses illegal activities illegal. And uh, recently passed one trillion US infrastructure bill bring tougher rules on crypto trading taxes. Meanwhile, some developing nations are embracing the crypto. El Salvador adopted Bitcoin's legal tender in September with the hope of bettering its econ economy and Zimbabwe is considering doing the same thing. Did you hear about that, Zimbabwe? No. No. Well, now you have. The biggest companies in the world are already using blockchain technology and powers of cryptocurrency, including Amazon, Cargill, CVS, IBM, Seagate, Visa, including CEOs of Elon Musk, Richard Branson, Jack Dorsey, government officials such as Miami Mayor Francis Suarez, and income in New York Mayor Eric Adams. All have voiced support for the cryptocurrency and its wider adoption. Meanwhile, the North America has become the world's biggest victim of ransomware attacks, according to the insider, paying a hefty 131 million of cryptocurrency to criminals in just one year. Amid the rapid rise of cryptocurrency adoption, a new study of Chainalysis showed 
Most of the crypto-based attacks were associated with Russia-based cyber criminal groups. Clinton's concerns about the crypto were spot on. Economic regulations expert John Reed Stark, who spent 11 years as chief of the SEC office and internet enforcement, told the insider. Well, a lot right he's, there. he's only saying that because he's feeling, you know, not suicidal. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to disappear, you know. No, no not today. Grabbing elbows with him. So should we go down the conspiratorial route or no? I don't see sure. why not. Okay, because other people have seen this that I talked to, and they're like, no, no, man. They're just doing this to push more people in because, you know, cryptocurrency is bad in the end. And basically, they're trying to, like, like bottleneck us by going, oh, Hillary hates it. We'll do it. <laughs> Could be. Could be. Could be. What's a, uh, What the hell was... I went through McDonald's today, and what the hell was the name of that... That conspiracy right wing thing that you said QAnon. QAnon, or, yeah. QAnon, QAnon, yeah. The guy in front of me, that's what it had on his license plate. <laughs> <He> was, <laughs> I was like, good oh lord. Oh my god. There, there's a place uh, I drive by, and I won't say it. It's in the town next to me, but I won't say what town it is. And like the guy has taken the time to paint signs and put them all over his lawn saying like JFK Jr. and Trump 2024. Um, you know, basically they're drinking adrenochrome or whatever it is and yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, Oh, that takes some dedication. Cause we're not talking like three signs. We're talking like 30 signs. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Who's that guy that lived across the elementary in, uh, at, up, up home. Oh, Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He paints yeah. some signs too. Yeah. Guess uh, I never saw those. <laughs> uh, no, no, I think you were gone by then, but there was a guy that was, had this look in his eye right here <laughs> doing doing some pretty crazy shit at home too yeah so anyway we'll do some better news el salvador el i Salvador's saw this el salvador yeah. i thought that was his cue to push some sort of fancy button el yeah el salvador el salvador to create bitcoin city Using $500 million, a planned $1 billion bond offering to buy more crypto. Basically, they're doing the same thing that Michael Saylor was doing. <laughs> Pretty funny. El Salvador, the only country in which Bitcoin is legal tender, is going to build an entire city based on the largest cryptocurrency. President Nadib Bekele told <coughs> a righteous crowd in a Saturday night presentation at Bitcoin Week in El Salvador. Bitcoin City will be located along the Gulf of Fonseca, near a volcano. The government plans on locating the power plant by the volcano to provide energy for both the city and Bitcoin mining. According to Bekele, Bitcoin City will be a full-fledged metropolis with residential commercial areas, restaurants, airports, as well as a port and rail service. Uh, the city will be laid out in a circle like a coin. And the city center will be a plaza that will be a host to a huge Bitcoin symbol. The city will have no income, property, capital gains, or payroll taxes. This is like one giant, I mean, uh, it's like one giant experiment is what I gather. I mean, the Bitcoin, I symbol, the Bitcoin symbol and all that stuff's kind of a little over the top. But. 
McKelly also said that El Salvador plans on issuing 1 billion US Bitcoin bond, a tokenized financial instrument developed by Blockstream on the liquid network of that amount. 500 million will be used to help construct the needed energy in the Bitcoin mining infrastructure of the 500 million to buy even more Bitcoin. At the cryptocurrency's recent trading price of around 59,000, that would bring the country's treasury stash to just under 2,000 Bitcoins. El Salvador intends to create security laws and grant licensed Bitfinex securities to process the insurance, uh, Blockstream said in a release. Uh, Samson Mao, Blockstream's chief strategy officer, told the audience that $1 billion in tokenized bonds will be a 10-year U.S. dollar denominated and pay 6.5% initially. Following a lockup period of five years, El Salvador will start to sell that cryptocurrency holding and pay the added dividend to the bondholders. By the time the 10 years has elapsed, the annual percentage yield should be around 146%. Based on the Blockstream models, predicting that the price of Bitcoin will have hit 1 million within the next five years. Indeed, by using 500 million of the proceeds to buy Bitcoin and locking it up for five years, El Salvador is hoping to take such of the cryptocurrency out of circulation so long that it helps to contribute to Bitcoin price appreciation. El Salvador will become the Singapore of Latin America, Mao said. He is certainly a man with a plan. Yeah, they're taking a huge gamble with this. Yeah. 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 Jumping just balls in all the way right now. Fucking, let's fucking do this, boys. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) For nothing else, like, you know, he's building up by a volcano. (laughs) All right. So. Do we know how far into his presidency he is? Because they only get four years, right? I, I, I think I think it's a little bit longer than that. I'm is not certain. I, I just I, I think to myself, I'm like, is this project even going to get off the ground? Like, it's one thing to talk; it's another thing to do. And right. I, I like I wish him well. It's just. Like when I hear all of this, I go, that makes me a little nervous. Yeah, but a little. I mean, a little bit, but I guess somebody has to do it, right? Uh, five years yeah. is what they said it'll be. It's five years. Five year well, eligible for re-election once consecutively. Yeah. So it could be okay. it, ten years. And he was. He's been in since 2019. So he's been in. So is that correct? He's been in since 20. Anyway yeah 2019 uh, so he's he's, he's fucking he's, throwing the dice man he's like let her ride you know i guess that's the thing about one-term presidents right like what else Fuck like it. let her ride i guess right well what what's their uh what's the alternative you know what i mean yeah like what's what's the worst case scenario if it doesn't work right well go back to the right system Back to the I mean, dollar. I can see. Well, I mean, I can see a big old ghost town and, and people going for a boom and hitting a bust. Like the, the implications could be a lot larger. You know what I mean? But I mean, like El Salvador, I only know one person from El Salvador and I met him like 10 years ago. And he was like a basically a child soldier in El Salvador back in the day. So I mean, how you know this guy? Uh, I, he, he was slinging trash on the back of a truck when I was driving trash truck. I know so, a couple of really? guys from El Salvador myself. Yeah. Efron and Ricardo were their names. <laughs> and they were pretty cool dudes. That's yeah. Not, yeah. For sure. And where they were from was like 
super rough. Yeah. It, it, you know what I mean? A really uh, crime, you know, crime ridden kind of. But yeah, they were cool dudes. Yeah. So I think you're right. Like, at least they're, you, you have to, you have to try. Right. And I guess if you're going to try, you're trying big because the, the next president probably isn't going to do this. If he can get at least some of these things in motion before he's done with his term, like hopefully the next you know, if it's a success, I mean, if, if he does all of this and bitcoins are like 300,000 or something, like he's going to carry that legacy with him. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the question is, what's next for a guy like that? The world. (laughs) Well, I mean, he's he's obviously he looks like he's fairly young, you know? Yeah. Like, what do you do after you've been the president of El Salvador? I guess like you get you become like the move to Honduras and party with bitches. That's all the king of what'd you say? Move to Honduras and party with bitches. (laughs) Celebrity rehab. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I, uh, I mean, they're ahead so far. They're winning as of right yeah. now. And like if, if other nations and there are a lot of people that are watching them, but okay. we got the, the thing that concerns me is like the, the Bitcoin cycles as of right now, I know they're going to have less and less and less of an impact because there's getting to be so much more adoption and stuff like that. But the, the, more- the timing the timing in those could affect the project, right? Oh yeah. Well, like, you know, nobody wants to see you invest, you know, a billion dollars and that billion dollars turn into $200 million or whatever. If they right. Have correction or whatever. But by the U S dollar, they're looking at five, 10 years down the road. So by then you should be into the next cycle. If we still continue to go cycle, you know, that Willy woo and a lot of people call it the last cycle. And then I've heard the guy from Kraken, I forget that guy's name, and a few other smart people, they're calling it a super cycle. And you know what I mean? Who knows? Nobody knows. Nobody knows until it happens. Nobody knows. Yeah. So anyway, Jack Dorsey. Jack Dorsey. The Twitter dude. The Twitter dude. Look at he's all hip and his tie-dye fucking shit. Ah, yeah. Nose ring. Granola. Hipster. Hipster. Square releases a white paper detailing protocol for decentralized Bitcoin exchange. Uh, payment giant Square released a white paper on Friday detailing a new decentralized protocol for exchanging digital and other assets known as TBDEX. The TBDEX protocol facilitates decentralized networks and exchange between assets providing a framework for established social trust, utilizing decentralized identity, or DID for short, and verifiable uh, credentials to establish a provenance and identity in the real world, the company wrote in the paper's abstract. It's hard for the common person, such as myself, to make sense of some of this stuff that they write on there. <laughs> that just sounded like a bunch of fucking gibberish to me, didn't it? <laughs> no, I mean... Well, that's that's how they do it. They word it so yeah, so tight, and you're like trying to figure it out. And I, I think this guy on. does have good intentions for the Bitcoin thing. And the in the the thing what? that I want to point out 
is that Mike Brock, who heads the Strategic Development Square's lead new project, Brock has previously tweeted that this is the problem that we're going to solve. Make it easy to fund a non-custodial wallet anywhere in the world through the platform to build on and off ramps into Bitcoin. You can think about it as a decentralized exchange for fiat. It's getting so hold on so, now. Back so, that fucking bus up. Back that bus Decentralize you the fiat. Decentralized for fiat. Explain that. A decentralized uh exchange for fiat. See right now, <clears throat> the way that I see it, and I think this is what they're saying, is you know, Bitcoin you can't like if I have a cold wallet and you have a cold wallet and we can a peer-to-peer exchange peer-to-peer transfer of value between us that we don't need permission we know there's permissionless you don't need to to get the your bank to say okay or your government to whatever you know what i mean depending on the way it should be yeah right well this is a way of decentralizing then on and off ramps from your fiat currency to oh oh light bulb goes on okay so like the problem the problem quote unquote problem right now is if I have, if I bought a bunch of Bitcoin in 2011 and I want to cash out, I have to go through Coinbase to do that. Coinbase is a mandated reporter, right? Am I, am I tracking here? Uh, yeah, they, they bend the knee to the government. And so say, is, is he trying to make a way that you don't have to bend the knee to the government? I believe so. Yeah. This guy just absolutely perplexes Blows me. your fucking mind. No, I, confuses the crap out of me because I, I, I guess he is he is not Twitter, and I need to remember that. You know, yeah, he is Twitter though. He he was that. You, he still got that side of him that bended to their call because that's all kinds of bullshit over here. Then we're like, oh yeah, fuck yeah. And then all of a sudden, boom, he bends to him again. And you're like, no, you son of a bitch. Well. It's, Go ahead. I, I don't know. It's like he swings left and then he swings libertarian. He swings left and then swings libertarian. And I'm like, pick your spot. Pick your spot, man. And I, well, I guess he, he doesn't have to, you know, when you got like millions in the bank, I guess you can do whatever you oh, want. Oh, yeah, that guy's rich as fuck. Another one fan of 20s for bitches. Well, what if, I mean, this whole, the the whole crypto thing is, I, I believe eventually is going to be like bigger than any one government any one country, any one whatever. So let's say I did have a, a, a wallet, a Bitcoin wallet or whatever, the cryptocurrency, and I wanted to exchange that for some sort of fiat. What's, how, why, what would stop me from having that on a cold wallet and, and using some sort of decentralized exchange that's in another country that's more Bitcoin friendly, exchange it for that fiat and then exchange that that fiat for whatever cryptocurrency that I wanted to. It's just me being hypothetical, you know, throwing out. Why couldn't I exchange that for some sort of something valuable in Germany or Singapore or whatever the hell the country is? And then hopping on to another uh, type of stable coin or, or something, you know what I mean? Or some other. Right. That's, that's the thing about crypto is there's still a lot of ways to disappear. You know what I mean? Well, just picture like, uh, like, uh, like Biden and Hunter Biden Jr. selling macaroni art for half a million dollars. Why couldn't <laughs> I? Why couldn't I send my shit 
and buy and send to some sort of NFT and move that NFT into a wallet to, you know, you know what I mean? Right. The way yeah. of moving value, just like they do it. Right. Except they're physically doing it. Yeah, I guess that's that's the way, right? Like, like, what would the NFT be? You know, eventually NFTs are going to be houses <laughs> and businesses and whatever. But, you know, the NFT itself. Well, they, uh, they actually, I don't know if I, uh, uh, hold on, hold on. Uh, I think I brought something up to the. That's the one I fucking put. I accidentally closed one of these. Anyway, there was a uh, the Constitution or the Declaration of Independence. Or yes, something like that was NFT. And a group of crypto investors were outbid by some rich dude for forty something million dollars or whatever. But if they're there, I mean, your NFT and shit like that. How? But, you you don't happen to know how they got the rights to do to make that into an NFT? <laughs> I have no idea. It seems complicated. It seems like a little bit like nonsense to me because nobody's actually gonna like physically have. You're not gonna like. Uh, you uh, what do you do with it? Let's say that we have it. Okay, we got that. Now what? Well, I I mean my belief. Lend it to some museum to, but it's not like you're gonna profit off it unless you intend on selling it for more long down the road but some of this nft stuff i just don't see going anywhere i think it is like a bunch of that stuff is a bubble like the crypto punks i think is a bubble they're always going to be some sort of value to them because they were some of the first things but treating them like they're the mona lisa of the fucking digital world is to me it's kind of nonsense i don't you know i don't see like that fella that bought the Maybe I'm wrong, but that that guy that spent how many fucking millions of dollars? I can't even remember now. Wasn't it hundreds of millions of dollars for the people? Yeah, for the I can't remember how much the the people stuff went for a lot though. But here's the thing: if you're banking on eventually everything becoming an NFT, because here's the thing: the Constitution is not going to last forever, right? We know that like eventually over time it will break down it's on paper it's subpar right. paper you know i mean so i say subpar it's probably probably hemp paper so it probably actually holds up pretty good but they're doing they have to do so much to keep that as one piece but i i think the bigger thing here is that eventually everything is going to be an nft and it's going to be almost like martin luther king's speeches right? Martin Luther King's speeches, I believe, are owned by his heirs, his children, right? Or mm -hmm. grandchildren or whatever. And you can only use certain parts of his speeches in your programs because they're copyrighted, right? The NFT is going to be the same way. Yeah, it's like, I mean, you get that with the physical though. There, there's actually kind of rumors or conspiracies, if you want to say that. The, have you ever seen the Declaration of Independence and I've not. No. I've seen them in the DC, and there's rumors that them documents that you're looking at, even them aren't the real ones. Right. You know, so who knows? But there is like they have a documentary on Netflix, I believe, a while back about uh, <clears throat> they're this huge uh, ongoing of them trying to raise money to save these old 
like movies and and uh, music stuff that's in physical platform, then they're trying to at least digitize them in ways because they're 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 rotten away on old reels of right, and you have this movies <clears throat> like fucking you know Charlie Chaplin type stuff or whatever that's gonna go away. It's gonna rot literally. The original is gonna rot away. Right. To- the type of the film degrades yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and, and then that that's you know that's that's a bad thing it's not a good thing that yeah stuff just video games even there's certain formats of video games that are getting uh what they call dry rot and shit like yeah. that and disc form and then there's no uh people uh, yeah people make a digital copy of it and then they jump all over them of like this copyright infringement, but in a way they are preserving it's preservation that piece of art. You know what I mean? Right. A lot of people don't look at video games as art, but if you really think about it, in some ways it's like the big. It's like the it's grandest, really complex art. It's really it's like the grandest form of art now because you got storytelling, you got movies, you got music, you got you know what I mean. It all, all depends. On beauty is in the eye of the beholder, right? Yeah. yeah well and this this whole movement is redefining all of that you know yeah for sure like realistically you know i mean even with my kids they'll you know i'll tell them about just whatever i was telling them about something yesterday i forget what it was it's just like that i would do when i was a kid and it's like you forget how much the world has changed in 40 years you know what i mean like when we were kids, man, today I saw somebody post a, a playoff, a soccer playoff game from 1993 of the school that we all went to, you know, and like I was watching it and I'm like, number one, the video quality back then was freaking lousy for, for filming at home, you know, and number two, like I just realized I was like, just like to have a video camera at a soccer game back then was a big deal. You know, it's like you had this giant, you know, it was probably 18 inches by 12 inch, you know, thing on your shoulder, you know, that you had to have these enormous. What's that? (laughs) I said, rainy Kluke reporting live. Yeah. So my my old man, he always had a video camera going nonstop. yeah. Yeah. I was just watching your, uh, was a kidney garden play or first grade play or whatever? <laughs> yeah, he had uh, he put he yeah yours he he had uh, put video of my old man trying to change oil with the fucking oh with the screwdriver oil. fucking <laughs> and a pair of lock pliers <laughs> yeah and then there's a have tools yeah <laughs> and I had fucking kids <laughs> yeah yeah that was funny yeah. yeah anyway your video was right after that one <clears throat> oh no shit. I'm <laughs> good so, stuff, but like that just kind of reiterates this stuff wasn't around even 10 years ago. You know what I mean? What, what's going to be like in 10 more years? Oh, oh it, man, it's gonna be crazy. That whole McCaff's law and stuff like that, how that works, and shit. I, I really recommend you guys like looking into that because there's there's some dude that put out all this work on like the microwave oven, and then he did it again with the washer and the dryer, and then he did it with telephones and cell phones and you know what I mean? All kinds of different things and how that adoption process works. And at first it's the Bitcoin's the first time ever crypto that it kind of reversed it. Like you, like, I mean, it starts off with like internet nerds and kids and stuff like that, that, that front run these businesses. Cause usually the adoption goes as, 
only the rich the super right. well first one to get in their hands on a washer and a dryer and then it goes down you know it, even the toaster i mean they got all kinds of different ways of measuring that on there but like you said before the last 50 or even 30 years but i mean we when did the wright brothers fly yeah 1902 or three i think and then 1960 we're on the moon yeah so that to me is like wow that's fucking from one end to way the hell on the other just uh, the past year you know started talking about this stuff all the coins and all that shit and crypto and what it's doing and i just saw a video yesterday with will smith for that metaverse metaverse mm. just become a thing not that long ago i mean not that and the fucking shit that's about to happen with that don't even make sense well the the idea is just starting to get to the the average person they're just the kind thing of is they're they're already doing it you know what i mean now it's now they need the adoption with it now people are starting to get on board with it and that's how this happens boom 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 yeah i think like the oculus oculus rift or whatever the hell they yeah. call it yeah I'm 3d uh dimensional video game or whatever. Yeah. i mean that that always kind of idea of it and then like if you had like the virtual reality meets social media meets uh work zoom and and school or home home education and learning like we talked with al about you could see where you would have this avatar i've seen a, a pretty good video on that uh uh dan teaches crypto i believe is what it's called and there's another guy that's called uh crypto mustache and he understands that uh game and metaverse type uh part of it he's like super deep in that there's so many different things now like before like bitcoin just the the biggest thing about bitcoin or the hardest most difficult thing is the learning curve is getting people to 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 understand it yeah no it's like trying to explain the color red to a blind guy so really if if you're not if you weren't if you were born in the internet and all that stuff you're 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 gonna have a much quicker grasp to so it. So do you think schools and stuff now will be trying to like put programs on to educate people? Look, when we were in school, like everything was about the, the banking system. I mean, you had a your class that you had your own checkbook. You had to learn how to write checks out. You had to understand the financial part. I mean, we all had to do that. You know what I mean? Now it's going to be all these kids know what's on their hand and their phone. I mean, Sparky and I had to learn the Dewey Decimal System for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, or were you just yeah, at yeah. the end of it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, the Dewey Decimal System. Yeah, and stuff like that. I'm not that far younger than you guys. No, no, but that's right where that shift is. Is right yeah. about there. You know what I mean? Yeah, is where that flop happened. Because yeah. I remember when we first got a computer. You know what I mean? With the Oregon Trail, that's the only thing that fucking thing was good for. <laughs> Is what I or what I thought or whatever. That oxen could never cross that river, right? That's right. <laughs> we all died from fucking scurvy or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, now look from where it's changed and where we are now. And these kids, yeah. you know, we've had to learn that. Plus, trying to learn this, these kids were but, only going to learn this. And it's not just that. I mean, you talk. I, I'm not pretending that I know a bunch of shit and I get it. And Don't whatever. let him lie to you, people. He does. <laughs> It's not like that because you have the some of the world's smartest people taking they don't even know what the fuck a long time to like oh fuck okay I get it now you know what I mean and it's not because we're smarter than the average person or no. anything it's just because 
we put the time in to to really try to understand it. You it's know kind, I mean? it's, I, I, it's, I, it's because it's the change that we know it's it's happening. It's you know it's also it's founded. It's also compounding knowledge, you know. My kids they, we were actually we were driving down the road yesterday, we talked about a lot. But the other thing that they said to me was basically do you think they didn't say do you think they said we're i don't forget it's going to sound snarky the way that i say it but it wasn't it was basically we're smarter than you were at our age because we have more resources right they like are my kids way. watch certain youtube videos and they can spit out facts about things that i'm into that i don't know like and we're talking like high grade facts and like how much does a Hummer cost or what, what's the difference between Hummer H1, H2, H, all that stuff kind of, and and like they spit it out. And it's like, because that's, they're educating themselves with that. We didn't have it. I was like, but yeah, but think about it. Your kids are educated on that right now. Put them back when you were a kid, them sitting where they are right now, they wouldn't have a clue what to do. They wouldn't have a clue. Right. I I think it's the access to, information and knowledge and stuff like that it's had a push of a button that gives them a better because what before us there wasn't you know i mean you had uh radio or whatever yeah well even before that you had certain fucking groups that had language and then from that they had uh right they had you know books and then the printing press come out and now all of a sudden everybody can get books it's not yeah. just the smartest and the richest and the wealthiest. Right. Have them go to the library and try to find the book they yeah. want. Yeah, and even even back then, like that, they fought and 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 they weren't sure, like governments and stuff like that. They weren't sure if they wanted the smaller people to, to be educated and to be able to read and stuff. So they fought that, and then it ends up coming into whatever. And then, then like our parents or our grandparents, they had the radio. Oh my God! Now instantaneously, you can be talking to thousands of people all at once. Right, and then shut her down. Shut her down. Yeah, <laughs> and not only do you have access to to a book, but now you have access to libraries. And then us, it was the the very beginning of the internet and stuff like that. And now, you know, you have fucking YouTube. You got everything on <laughs> push of a button. <laughs> push of a button. Five. You don't even have to push a button. All you got to do is go, "Hey Siri, find this for me." Yeah. Hey Siri, talk dirty to me. Imagine what I would have did for that shit when all of my fucking things. (laughs) Seriously, carpet baby. It says. (laughs) (laughs) Be careful what you say around them fucking things. Anyway, it's just a. it's an education. It's a. It's not anybody smarter or another as far as understanding Bitcoin or whatever. But there are those that that it's, try to understand, dig into it, read about it, listen to a book, listen to some clever people, smart people. You know, it seems like the smartest people in the room were talking about it. That's what got my attention to it. You know, and got me into it. And then you learn about Bitcoin and what it does and then the, the fundamentals of it and blockchain. And, and then all of a sudden they're like, Holy fuck, that would work in this scenario and this one. And then that led to Ethereum and smart contracts and layer two stuff. And then from that came NFTs and DeFi and, and I mean, the list 
just keeps growing we don't even know what's coming next for christ's sakes you know well, that and that's that's the thing that gets me like as you were talking like i'm like what's it going to be like in 30 years right what's it going to be like in 100 years because it would stand to figure with the compounding of knowledge and access to knowledge like my kids kids are going to be even smarter and like when when i tell my grandkids about pay, playing you know the 8 bit nintendo or whatever it was they're going to be like, oh my, it's going to be like, you know, uh, I went to the movies when I was a kid and there was no sound, you know, it was, uh, I play, I paid a nickel, you know, it's the same thing, you know? Yeah. So I just don't know where it stops. Well, that whole metaverse thing, I can totally see that as a, as your social media thing and your uh, kids meeting as it is right now, they, they, they play video games online with each other after, after school yeah well you know what my they want to have an avatar and go to the virtual movies together or they have an avatar and take this virtual class together or go to some virtual fucking museum together or or, you know what i mean i could see slowly it took me a while to wrap my head around what you mean digital land and stuff like that you know it didn't make sense to me at all at first but i'm a little bit towards that boomer side of things i guess we're basically making the matrix you know i mean you could take that as a good thing or a bad thing but basically we're making a world that isn't real but it'll be it'll seem real you know yeah well i well you got your five senses you'll smell see smell touch hear taste whatever as soon as a virtual reality it makes it indistinguishable between them and it just keeps getting better and better right soon you can't tell like visually tell the difference from a virtual world to a to the real physical world or if you can't hear the difference or smell the difference or you're not going to know the fucking difference there'll be no way to tell (laughs) and that's when you truly are in the matrix you know yeah we're probably in it right now According to Elon Musk and some of the other fucking guys. Fuck them guys. You don't have to, but you can if you want. <laughs> like the party. Sparky likes this lady. Sol Amarova, the proposed comptroller of the currency, who is um, from commie stock. Jesus Christ, isn't it scary a little bit? It really is. I, I heard her giving out a scenario, a thing on why, why the 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 former USSR uh, uh, ways that their monetary system was was superior to the U.S. Yeah, and I I'm like, how in the fuck does a woman like that get in the position that she's in? Um, you know, how the fuck does that? I I, for, I forget what her connections are, but you, you have to understand that this is this is not. She's not new here, right? Like no. she was, she was. I believe she started being some sort of like um, consultant under uh, G.W. Bush. Yeah. So, like, you have to understand. Like, everybody can go, "Oh, this is Joe Biden bringing in the commies." Well, Biden isn't the only one that's been dealing with commies, right? Oh, but Biden's been going on a lot. Going to be putting her in the controller, or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I I'd listen to somebody like that talk and hear their 
their stories of whens and hows and and just try to educate yourself on the other side of it but the, the there's a reason why the the ussr you know collapsed right their monetary because they they like uh, uh micromanaged every aspect of things and that's the, from what i gathered and what she was explaining is how the soviet union the soviet union got to a point where they were like this is what a gallon of milk is this is what right. it costs for a gallon of oil you can't do that no it, it totally will make it, it'll make everything class because the reason why <clears throat> everything goes back from supply and demand how do goods reach the places that they're supposed to be going or or, or you know what i mean it's strictly on supply and demand and it self-corrects itself as the supply goes you know uh, as the price goes up people stop buying it they slowly stop buying it okay and then they stop manufacturing it and vice versa and the other thing as uh, the prices uh <clears throat> as the price is going up or whatever or there's a like a large need for it there's a a, a, a great big uh uh crunch in the in the, the need of it or the lack of supply of it the price will go up and to compensate for that in a free market people will manufacture more of it because it's you're financially incentivized to do so. And right. then as the price goes up, people will start buying less of it, just like the lumber that we've seen. You know what I mean? People will buy less of it. Well, fuck that. I'll wait. And then it corrects us. It's just constant fucking like a like a canoe that's constantly, you know, rocking back and forth. Back and forth. <clears throat> yeah. And when when you when you do that, when you when you stamp a hard fucking this is what it is or whatever, how do you know where it's needed? How do you know where it's got to go? How, how do you know where, you know what I mean? You know, like you need all these circuitries for cars and stuff like that. If it costs this and that's it, well, how do you know where? Right. You know, you know what I'm saying? And it takes away the incentive to be innovative, you know? Yeah. And the incentive to, to manufacture more or to, you know what I mean? Or, or, or less, or you, you, there's no way of correcting that market. And that's why I believe that the like the u.s their their system sucks it's because they got so fucking it you know totalitarian or however the fuck you say it that they they try to regulate every goddamn fucking thing and it's like jesus christ <clears throat> after a while you're just left with fucking a, a room that's fucking knee high in regulations and stuff and you're like you know what fuck, I you. fuck you i don't need this shit <laughs> yeah i you know there's part of me that kind of believes we're already pretty much there you know yeah Goodness. we're already drowning in regulation it's only going to get worse so so anyway let's talk about what, let's talk about what this what this lady has to say uh president joe biden battled nominee for the top bank and regulator position sketched out as possibly of scary scenarios emergency uh emerging in cryptocurrency face and the mixed speculation Spectism, an agreement from the senator on her views during the appearance before the senate banking committee on thursday armanova armarova who is being vetted as the net comp controller of currency which regulates the majority of national banks voiced her concerns on large tech companies who could control payment infrastructure in the u.s if private digital currencies are allowed to thrive potentially displacing the value of the dollar and i do kind of agree a little bit with that with what she says 
She said that she struggled. Uh, oh, yeah, Cynthia Luminous, Republican from Wyoming. She's a Bitcoin bull. She's struggling with your views about digital assets. When asked the senator uh, whether she only believes a fiat currency, Armour Over replied, no. My concern is that we may end up with a situation where a large company like Big Tech company might control all of the infrastructure through which the money in every American and every American business uses in their daily moves, which leans to the Facebook thing. Yeah, of course. Well, right. So, so what she's describing is fascism, right? Mm. That's actually what the left appears to be moving towards right now. So anyway, keep going. Right. Amarova agreed that Rhode Island Democrat Jack Reed, who posts a scenario in which Facebook designs a digital currency that overtakes the U.S. dollar by making the dollar something that can't be used to regulate our economy. National banks would neither need to charter nor they would need to get the franchise from Facebook. Is that right, Reed asked? That's correct, the nominee replied. This is a scary scenario. Everybody should be taken seriously these days. Amarova said that she's worried that the embracing private cryptocurrencies could make it harder for the US dollar to remain dominant. And it's, in a way, it's like the, the stable coins and stuff like that. Like if you had a platform like uh, the Facebook Libra or whatever, you're gonna end up with the same thing. It's a centralized entity that is gonna have all this fucking control and greed and corruption and stuff is just gonna fall suit because that's the way it always goes. That's why I think that Bitcoin is in the end game that's going to be their their only because they ain't going to have control of it and they sure the fuck ain't going to want anybody else to have control of whatever so nobody's going to have control <laughs> you know what i mean decentralization right yeah yeah but i agree with her about you know i wouldn't want facebook to have the control of whatever you know kind of digital you know stable coin or whatever but I think that they're going to be looked at as poker chips eventually, just like that other guy uh, Gensler was talking about, which makes sense to me. You know, uh, uh, specific uh, stable coins will probably only be useful on specific platforms, like your Voyager, your Binance, your whatever. The rest will be treated as tokens, like we talked about last week, like Coles Cash or. Dunkin' Donut points or whatever. There's going to be a number of different ways of value, but they want to have that over that layer, layer two value being the U.S. dollar on top of that. And but there's above, above that would be Bitcoin being like a digital gold. What so they're gotta, saying is they don't want to give up control. <laughs> yes. yes. And, but but with that control become, comes corruption and, and mismanagement. They got to keep that pimp hand strong. Yeah. They right. control Facebook now, right? So why wouldn't they want them to control the currency of the no. digital? I, I, I wonder. So here's, here's, so maybe like this light just went off in my head. You know, Woodrow Wilson basically sold us out to a central bank right by by letting the federal reserve start printing our money i wonder if there will be a moment like that with a, a big tech company where the government just turns it over to them and We're it becomes it an even uglier version of the the federal reserve you know it's i think that's possible 
like it, the light just popped up on in my head and i'm like well they like those fascistic type partnerships so maybe 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 that's coming i hope not but i could certainly see somebody in the next 10 to 15 years going okay well you have all this control anyway let's let's um give you one more title Mm -hmm. well scary thought scary thought for sure it is scary thoughts because like you think about it before the central bank only had work people or paying people you know adults control of their money think about it now every kid has a cell phone and their bank account is tied to the parent is like all right i'll give you 10 bucks or whatever you can go on whatever game and turn it on well now they have that off the kid's phone and all that stuff yeah well that's that many more people that they can control with that you know yeah well yeah have you ever looked into uh like women's right to vote and all that stuff yeah that was heavily that was heavily funded by by elites because the what they figured out was america would never fulfill its its potential if only half the population worked right so if you give if you if you start pushing a woman's right to vote and you start pushing women's lib and getting them into the workplace, then you have, you know, 50 percent of the 50 percent more of the population that you can tax. Right. And I know that sounds like a completely chauvinistic thing to say, whatever. Do your research. No, the info is out it's there. True. But what? So how, how about now? Like, what if they start figuring out a way to tax children, too? You know what I mean? That's like another a whole other aspect of this that they could take off with. They do it now. They they tax you on your child's, uh, you know, uh, tax credit that you get. They're taxing you for your child. I mean, you get a little incentive for that. Unrealized gains. Unrealized. Yeah. I wonder gains. if I can collect like unrealized losses. <laughs> I'm sure that there's a. <laughs> well, they think. Well, you think that's funny, but what's the difference? <laughs> no, no, it's true though. I just watched them last night on. I think it was epic or whatever the panama papers you guys ever watch that documentary no. on that all those and that is in panama the rick all the best lawyers in the world go to that firm over there and you're yeah. only accepted to go through that firm unless you're the top one percent yeah that's a quite interesting documentary it's like uh, accredited investing that i bet you about all the time that's the same yep. thing anyway Let's talk about Bitcoin, man. Okay. Exchange on the flow, exchange flows on crypto quant. See this here, this black line here, that's the dollar price. And the purple line is uh, the amount of coins on exchanges that I wanted to point out. And even more uh, interesting is the Ethereum. And this right here, remember, this is what I was telling you, what I sent you both the text. That yeah. yeah, Ethereum suddenly dropped off price <laughs> what i'm trying to say is that there is going to be a squeeze a supply crunch there's going to be a supply squeeze like so that price is going to go wham. well at, at some point when you, you're not going to be able to uh this is an article from uh news btc ethereum shows deeply negative net flows like the exchange reserves fall Ethereum net flows seem to be negative across the exchanges right now as exchange reserves continue their downtrend. <clears throat> as pointed out in the CryptoQuant post, the ETH reserves continue a downward trajectory 
and that was another one of my windows that I lost because I had the uh, I had uh, how much Ethereum was burnt since the uh, ER5051 or whatever the hell that's called. The upgrade started. Right. And we burnt uh, like $5 billion worth of Ethereum so far. And they just keep dwindling it on exchanges. And of course, they talk about that triple halving is going to happen. You know what I mean? And, and that all plays into the supply shortage that is coming. Because once these things are off the exchanges and stuff like that, there's no way, there's going to be no way to get them. The only way to get them is through staking. When this is truly ETH 2.0, it'll be staking it or buying it from people like you and I. I mean, then the only access, that's going to be the only way to get the coins. They, they're not going to be on exchanges. <clears throat> So pay attention, people. Like I said, right here, this is a, and this is a picture of that net flow that I sent from the exchange off exchange. And that's right when the market crashed too. So you, if you think that's coincidental, this makes no sense with the, the price movement on the Ethereum. It's through manipulation and they do it through that, through the futures trading and they do it from watching uh, the same thing, CryptoQuant, Glassnode, they can watch. And then they go on Kraken and all these other exchanges that leverage trade. And we've explained before, and people, I mean, I explain it every time it happens. And then them same people ask me, what the hell happened? <sighs> you know, so I'll explain it again. <laughs> but all it is, is like extremely leveraged things. Just like I was talking about just a little while ago, you got that boat, that canoe. And when people are over leveraged, they're over leveraged to the upside. They'll 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 tip that boat. You know what I mean? They'll run, rock it in there. So oh, they just shake out. They shake if you're in, if you're in the water, they get your boat. <laughs> yeah, they get all that fucking crypto for nothing. Pirates. So they shook out the Bosnian bastards. This just says here five hundred fifty nine uh, million dollars have been burnt since the. E uh, fifteen fifty nine. Five hundred what? Five hundred fifty nine million. On what? What uh, uh, Ethereum had been burned? Evalua. It was two hundred thirteen Ethereum has been burned. What's the uh, the the value? No, this, uh, the the article that you're looking at and stuff. The block. The block. Yeah. The blockcrypto.com. And what's the date on it? Oh, that's in August. It's far oh, more than that. Yeah. I think because of it's far more than that now. Oh, I, approximately 386.466 Ethereum have been burned, about $1.1 billion. In August. Yeah. Yeah. And now we're in the billions because yeah. of, and uh, a, a large part of it was the, 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 all the rage in the SHIB. Yeah, Everybody was fucking moving shit all over oh, all that. that that's was like, all over fucking Twitter right now. <clears throat> that was like number three for a minute. Yeah, the only things that was bigger was uh, 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 Uniswap and uh, something else. That was it. Was August fifth uh, that they implemented oh. the EIP fifteen fifty nine. Yeah, that's since me. then it's been one point one billion's been burned. That's the upgrade. 
Great. Anyway, basically, it's just fucking hold on, dollar cost average. Just hold on to the Ethereum, you know. Hold on to the Ethereum. Because this is another example of 500 million Bitcoin longs were liquidated after the market drops by 8%. And that's exactly why they do that, man. They do that because everybody's leveraging their bet. It's like when the fucking Patriots are playing the fucking Giants in the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? The odds are like extremely in Brady's favor at that particular time, even though they lost that game. Haha. But the. <laughs> But you got so many people betting in one direction, betting long the Patriots, okay? And then they shake that out. And then now people will start shorting it. And once they get 55, 60, 70% short, they'll do the same thing and the price will fucking skyrocket. You know, and then a bunch of people, they'll, they, can, they make money whether the market goes up or whether the market goes down through leverage trading. As long as everybody understands that, and if you really truly did understand that, this stuff wouldn't mean shit to you. They don't you really know? care what happens as long as there's movement. Not, not in the, not in short term. Short term, you can't predict what the fuck's going on. I mean, right. I can tell you. I mean, within reason, there's some things that I can look at and I could say, okay, that eighty percent of that, like with the, um. Uh, Vinish in the ship that day. You know what I mean? Well, when there's something going on like this, it was like, okay, sell it. You know? Right. <laughs> and then, you know, but whether they do or they don't or whatever, that's on them or whatever. But there, there are certain indicators that you're about as confident as you, as you can be. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean it's going to happen. You can have Nolan Ryan at the plate pitching the baseballs, and then all of a sudden a little six-year-old girl comes up to the plate, and you're like, okay, I'm, I'm going all in right now. I'm going to get a base hit. <laughs> doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to happen, but your odds are the best right then. You know. Yeah. I'm excited about this, though. I knew you would be. Yeah. Access. I did that <laughs> the other day. Good. Yeah, now avoid your debit card. Uh, I think it's early, early next year. I think it's f- February... January, February next year. Yeah. So they 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 said fourth quarter this year, but at least they're. I think they buying that other company and jumping through them loopholes. <clears throat> but the government is going to. Uh, they're they're starting to. They're investigating Block Five. They're going to investigate all these companies that have some sort of stable coin that gets rewards off in it because they don't like it. They don't like it because of the the shit right here. It's the same thing. The Hillary Clinton, you know what I mean? It's their banks. Who the hell is going to use Bank of America or any of that I, shit? When you heaven zero- forbid, the people whose money they're using actually, you know, make a little back. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah, use yeah. the SEC as to uh, as an emergency break for all this stuff. When all actuality, that stuff is supposed to protect. The, the consumers and the customers and protect them from but what we need protection from is this shit you know what i mean it's, it's not this <laughs> i love it's that true <laughs> it's, it's it's the opposite they're using something that's fucking imagine like uh 
imagine like the cops, the police officers, where we we use them to keep crime down and keep people from speeding or whatever. Mm-hmm. Let's say you're on the roads and people driving 80 fucking miles an hour. Oh, well, we need to create some sort of entity or people to fucking so these guys stop running over kids and shit. So you have a police for you know the highway patrol, like fucking Farva. I'm all highway. <laughs> well, you got him out there, and now you're using him to slow traffic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not to not to control it. It's not about anybody's safety. It's about well, we need to fucking just stall all these people so we can get our people through. You know what I mean? So we'll <laughs> use them to fuck because your life's not important. These guys are. It's bullshit. Anyway, earn nine percent rewards on the debit card. Earns crypto like spending cash often rewards your account anywhere debit and MasterCard is accepted. So they partnered with MasterCard. The Voyager debit card empowers you to earn rewards every month. I made a good trade with Voyager this week, too. I got out at like 425. What's it at right now? I still have yet to jump back in. The fuck are you talking about? My crypto trading. Yeah, but which one? I'm playing Voyager. 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 Uh-uh. Voyager spiked and spiked and it, it did two big jumps and I got out at 425. Right now it's at 366, down 9%. So if I were to buy... Thanks for the text on that, Jim. Amy, and not not financial advice. But if I were (laughs) to buy right now, boom, I'd have like uh, 70 Voyager token for nothing. Awesome. That's how it's done, boys. Pay attention. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, Voyager debit card. Back to that. So, as of right now, I own zero Voyager. None. Zilch. <laughs> I will here probably this afternoon. I'll probably get them all back. But boost your rewards through the uh, Voyager loyalty program. And having 500 Voyager gets you in the adventure. 5,000 gets you in the explorer. 20,000 navigator. But who the hell's got? Jesus Christ, that'd be $80,000 to get Right now, about roughly four bucks a piece. Well, if it was at four dollars a piece, it'd be eighty thousand dollars. Come change. That's why. That's why I feel that these will drop. You know. Yeah. Even this, even that, that's a couple thousand dollars to get in the adventure program. You know. Yeah. But how crypto meets cash. I'm excited because now I'll just put all my fucking check into Voyager. And then you can hold it in Bitcoin or whatever the hell that you want. And then as you need to spend it, you just transfer that into a USD coin and then spend it just like a dollar. And earn 9% on whatever you have in the USD coin. Super innovative. Yeah, until Hillary Clinton climbs up their ass too. Yeah. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see how long that... that, uh, We'll see. Because uh, who's the first? Of course, XRP is still under litigation, but that was different. But uh, Binance and BlockFi is now. And I heard that maybe Celsius is going to be under scrutiny here before too long. Come come okay. answer to our mob because we don't like your mob. It's oh, Carney's lady right there. Look oh, at that. Oh, yo. Fuck, she's Fuck. sexy too. I know it. Look at that. Mm-mm. Makes me wanna. Yeah. 
Come on, Nancy. Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> Ten Congress members asked Nancy Pelosi to help revise crypto provision and infrastructure law. Oh, yeah. That's somebody you want. What the fuck do you think she knows about crypto? You think she knows? Get your hair done with Ethereum. I'm not saying that we know everything, but do you think she knows even even as much as we do? She has a bunch of people that have a no that tell her what we do. Yeah, I know that there's no goddamn way that you could be a senator and and argue and bitch about Trump and all that other shit as and and spend as much time as I have reading about it. Not saying I retain that information. Not saying I process that information any better than any other human but i know i put more time in you know and these are the people that are making the laws and stuff right what does bitch have to say well i don't know she i don't think she said anything yet but 10 lawmakers urge her uh 10 members of the u.s house of representatives have jointly sent a letter to the house speaker nancy plosky about the crypto provision in the one trillion dollar bipartisan infrastructure bill that President Biden signed into law last week. Uh, that letter was signed by Representatives Darren Soto, Kahana, Stacey Plaskett, Eric Solwell, Tim Ryan, Susan Wild, and a few others. We write to express our concerns with the digital asset provision, the Infrastructural Investment and Jobs Act, otherwise known as Bipartisan Infrastructure Framework, BIF for short. The letter dated for November 15th begins as you and our colleagues in both chambers work to build back better. We must ensure appropriate taxation and regulation of the crypto industry, emphasizing that those making gains in the cryptocurrency market should pay their fair share of taxes. Cheap fuckers. The letter urges regulators to also ensure the innovative technology is not making it easier for criminals to circumvent our laws and regulations. But... What we know that went through in that last thing is 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 calling a broker, and they distinguish miners, stakers, the whole fucking shit shebang are considered brokers, and that clearly says that they do not know how crypto works because, as in like Theta, for instance, they have no fucking idea, they have no way of giving them the information of like if I run a bit uh, a node on Theta network. Or whatever they they want to know my uh, social security number and and how much money I'm getting and where that money's going and stuff and obviously they're like well clearly you don't understand what decentralization means right <laughs> yeah. it's impossible we can't do it it's right. a network a you lot know, of these networks as they go there's nothing it's out of their hands it's like saying okay stop Bitcoin for you know what I mean a lot of these things are like you you can't there's nobody. You know, I, I think that maybe like me and Carney should find out where Nancy Pelosi lives. Oh, don't go that should, far. We should knock on her door and be like, Nancy, you have a couple of really nice cars. Uh, Matt and I want to borrow them on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Right. <laughs> yeah. It should be like, why do I owe you anything? And I'm like, that's what we're saying <laughs> to you. <laughs> You know what blows my mind too? If you like look at their net worth. Oh, it's crazy. Pelosi, Biden, all these people on the salary that they make, but yet they're worth fucking 400 something million dollars. You know, you should follow who is it? Um, Nancy Pelosi portfolio tracker on Twitter. 
<laughs> that guy's gonna get himself killed because he's like he's tweeting all about Nancy and what you know and the money she has and where she gets it and boy if I had just followed Nancy on this stock it went up four hundred thousand <laughs> percent yeah right you know and he's come Look right out her. and been like you know there have been threats made against me it's like okay. Look at her. Yeah, I know. Skeletor. Straight after a martini. Ah, right mm, trying to keep her teeth in. Jesus Christ, man. Did somebody drop a house on that? <laughs> now they tax you on it after. Yeah, they would. Yeah. And then Alexis. Oh, Jesus. This right here. I, I brought this up. Ooh, who do we got going on there? Instagram star Alexis Wren says the dollar-based economy is collapsing, and she's going into crypto. And the reason why I bring this up is because there was 148 different fucking articles of this. Why is this, like, huge news? I don't even know who she is. But you do now. She's is she Alexis Wren of Wren and Stimpy fame? She is <laughs> some uh, Instagram fame. Somebody, it's a model that has 15 million most people know model Alexis Friend from her appearance in Sports Illustrated. And, and all I'm saying is that uh, she was a contestant on Dancing with the Stars. And she says the dollar is going to shit and she's buying crypto. And and that's good. Good for you. And good for that's good for crypto. It's good for everybody. But why is that such big news? Because she's got 15 million followers. 15 million people wouldn't. 15 million followers about this girl. Uh, they would send her flowers. Katy Perry on our data has got a hundred and something million followers. I like her. It's the only reason why I brought this up because I couldn't hide from it. It just it showed up everywhere. On my, I was like, what in suffering? It just shows you the power of social media. That's that's yeah. exactly right. Why are people famous? I don't know. Well, I mean, I. You know, she's nice to look at. Yeah. yeah I get okay. It. They bait me with shit like that all the time. They're yeah. like, this is her. They'll click on this. <laughs> That's because oh, you yeah, fall wait. for it every time, yeah. Jimmy. Watch I do. Click. I was telling somebody the other day, they're like, why aren't you guys doing YouTube anymore? I'm like, look up Zara Bitcoins and tell me how I compete with that. <laughs> or as the case may be, those. Actually, uh, I had another, that was another thing I wanted to bring up and talk about on there. There are some, uh, I'll get into it next time if I can remember. Okay. But it, it's, it's our situation and other, uh, they have like uh, Ben Askren in the, the crypto, the funky crypto podcast or whatever. Right. Some of them things, dude. It's got Jason Williams on it. Right. Remember we spoke about, I mean, if you know, if you've been around Bitcoin long enough, you should recognize that name. He's been uh, not the feller that we went to school with, but but he, uh, he's he been in crypto for a long time. He's a pretty prominent name. And he's on that podcast and they're getting 200, 300 views, 200 views, 300 views. You know what I mean? Yep. They're lucky to get that stuff on because of the stuff that I went into with the, uh, the pomp. Yeah, Pompliano calls out the uh, what the fuck's his name? Bitboy, Bitboy, right. and I don't really necessarily have. I follow Pomp. I think he's a smart guy. 
He bullshit. Yeah. And the, the, the bit boy, it, it's all about thumbnails and getting clicks. It's not about like necessarily putting out good information. All of your skill. It's not information. It's about shib to the fucking moon and the faces and that. I could I could throw like five six, he bit really big, YouTube platform crypto guys, that are just fucking. It pisses me off, because it's not it's not the nonsense of the guy eating the spaghetti and shit like that that bothers you so much. What bothers me are these huge fucking traders that make people lose money. You know what I mean? And it's just about the fucking clicks. They make money off clicks and getting people to invest in fucking bullshit that they really don't have any. They wouldn't be invested into it unless they see these people and they feel like they're so educated in crypto and they're so successful about it. The, the traders are the fucking worst, man. The average person shouldn't be trading, buy and hold, but they won't listen. They'll click on them things and they'll buy SHIB and everybody and their fucking mothers lost their ass on that. Now the at the you know you'll have a room full of a thousand investors and two of them made out incredibly, you know what I mean? It's them stories that stick with people, and that's what they chase. Everybody wants that money, right? But if we could, I don't know if I could stretch that out. I don't know how to do it on here. Well, isn't just a formula like people. You know, before was buying lottery tickets. Oh, I could do this and I could buy it. You know, I could win and you get all these people out buying scratchers and all that stuff. This is yeah. just another form of that. We call it propaganda to get people. But this right here is just one giant fucking descendant flag. The whole fucking thing. And right here, I'm like fucking man, sell, 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 sell. Then they're just fucking everybody said they're the smartest people on the fucking planet right here. Yeah. <laughs> you can buy Tesla with ship now. And then they hear that whatever. <laughs> I think uh Venice is solid by getting getting them out right here. You know, and that's hitting. So you're hitting a higher, uh, a lower high, 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 a lower high. You know what I mean? Yeah. But this, the people, see from this dip here to here, that's where all your millionaires and all the ship, these were the smartest of the bunch. Dumping it hard. Not so much. I say, well, I say smart. I guess right here. From here to here, we're, I guess we would be more of the luckiest of the bunch. Here is the smartest of the bunch. <laughs> Who the hell is that rich dude that says, uh, you know, like, how do you get rich? And he said, uh, how do you go broke? No, no, it was how did you make all your all your wealth or whatever? Oh. And he said by, by uh, not selling the tops and not being able to call the bottoms. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he's doing that exactly what we're saying, like selling 10%, 10%, 10%, 10% until, and once it starts falling, falling incredibly, you know, buying 10%, 10%, 10%, you know what I mean? 
it's it's, it's buying into the dips and, and selling into the into the it's riding the waves yeah yeah and, and, and by doing that you you're not gonna you know you didn't earn that million dollars you didn't lose your million dollars but maybe we 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 average out right here you know you average a half a million dollars you know what i'm saying yeah yeah so it's it's okay to play with this stupid shit but when that's all people ask me about ice like uh, tired of it well i just say I, I go through it it's down another seven percent for today and these people just hold on to it. They're just fucking white knuckling it now. I'll fucking hold it forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, geez, we went up a point one. Yeah. So the market is. Uh, it's been pretty rocky today, or for the week, past week. Mm-hmm. Again, folks, look at the bigger picture. Look at the just bigger. Hang picture. on, it'll turn around. Yeah. I mean. Are we down? Are we really? Are you really down? You know what I mean. I mean, you're down from there, but all this from from here to here, you're down. Everything is relative. From here to here, from here all the way over here, you're up. <laughs> all, yeah, all this, ninety eight percent of the fucking since this fucking thing started, you were up. So shut up and sit down and just wait. Relax. Mm-hmm. It's not going to zero. It's it's like uh, I'm gonna calm everybody down. Take a fucking chill pill, as they used to say. That was mine. Well, what else you got, buddy? Do we get a oh, I, gotta call, this week? I gotta call. We're we're gonna have a. We can have a guest next week. I think. Oh we, my god! Really? I think I got two guests lined up. No, no way. Ooh. Yes, next week I think I, I have a, a, another crypto investor. He's done very well, so I think we could think up some questions for him. Cool. All right. And, uh, I'll uh, I'll text you throughout the week and make sure it's a go. Excellent. And then the following week we may have a very special guest. A very who? A very special guest. <laughs> a very special guest. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this yeah. week on a very special blossom. <laughs> Vinish. No way. Really? I talked him on. Yeah, I think we got him. So, Vinish, you're listening, buddy. Pressure's yeah. on. Yeah, it is. He's a celebrity here. He is. He's a celebrity. <laughs> He's a celebrity. I told him I'll even go over the ship charts with them if you want. <laughs> yeah. Lots awesome. Of- yeah. All right. It's like, all right, Venetia, you want the ship? You want you want my prediction to we'll we'll get you out in the fucking bay and we'll put some big cement shoes on you and hold this <laughs> on this giant cannon. Swim guy, swim. That's- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah, I'm just shitting with him. But yeah, I think we get some guests coming up, so that'll be cool. That'll be yeah. great. Yes. Right wing Frenchman, do you have a rant for this week? Oh, what do you guys want to talk about? Anyone pay attention to the infrastructure bill that passed this week? Um, infrastructure bill? Yeah. It was no, a little bit, but no. Oh, my God. There's that. There was first woman president of all time. Oh, yeah. Going the other to day. That. Yeah. All right. Yes. 
Where is it? Oh, here. Yeah, you got a colonoscopy or something. Hold on. You I was gonna have the Frenchman. I was gonna have Frenchman on location. Oh. Filming film, film locations. Oh my god, that'd have been so funny. Biden could you, could you imagine? Off. I'd be sitting there like this and be like <laughs> live. From Joe Biden's backside. Yeah. yeah. No back. But anyway. I picture yeah. Hunter Biden in no shirt. <laughs> the one where he's in his underwear and he's wearing the scarf. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, that's shit. that's funny. Yeah, I don't know. If anyone, you know, okay. Yeah, she yeah, was president for a minute. Yeah, 85 minutes to be exact. This woman was the president of the United States. So my question to you guys is, you know, on the charts, they have every president that was on this country. Would mm. she be what, the 48th president? She'd be 47. 47, yeah, okay. So she was sworn in and everything. Mrs. Really? Harris. Yeah, Jesus Mrs. Harris, Christ. 57, was in control for 85 so minutes. she's first woman president. First woman president. While Mr. Biden was placed under anesthesia for routine oh, colonoscopy yeah. on Friday. You Mr. know why Biden they had to do that colonoscopy, right? <laughs> What's going on? You hear about his his action in the uh, Pope's office? Oh, my yeah. God. Shit, his pants everywhere. Pope Check or that poop? All out. Was it, was it like jackass and you have a fucking match car up there? Or <laughs> yeah, it hurts when I'm trying to poop. <laughs> Jesus, you got a car in your ass. You don't tell anybody. I know that's already too many that guy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fucking movie. I guess you really can't call it a ran, I guess. It's more of a piece of information that no one's oh, really talking you know. about. What no. about the, the, the written house? Oh, it's cleared all, all charges. That was a big, big thing today. Everybody out there protesting riots. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody out there throwing rocks. Yeah. No. I mean, I guess it's not really a rant. Think about it now. Now they're going to say it's a fight against guns and all that stuff for people now. You know what I mean? That's what they're going to use in court. This was a win for laws that were pertained and actually the truth helped them out with the laws that were written in the book. They used a lot of the Wisconsin laws saying if, you, if you're a minor under the age 18, it had to do with barrel length and all that bullshit. And actually, that law kept him out, out of prison today. Yeah, so, I, I heard it was about white supremacy. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what they say, you know. But he was in a, an ordinary kid in extraordinary situation. How people would act, you know, you hasn't happened know. here. No. You know, that's the first situation where, because I'm always crabbing at my kids about video games, right? And I'm always like, it's useless. It doesn't do anything for you. You should be doing something useful with your time. And I watched the amount of control that that kid had between threat and not threat as far as pulling the trigger and not. And it yeah. amazed me. I was like, I don't, I mean, I'm, I'm a guy who shoots fairly often. I don't think I would have that kind of control. You know what I mean? He fired like, what three three shots? There was three people, and he fired what three shots? Well, there was thought beyond the shot too. It was like if somebody wasn't threatening him, he wasn't doing anything about it. You yeah, know, and it's like yeah. for a seventeen-year-old person, that seems like a pretty disciplined mind. I think there was six shots: four at the first There's one, six. one at the skateboard guy, and one at the handgun. Yeah, and like I heard stuff from the Rodney. Uh, oj simpson shit did you actually watch the video yeah 
you guys watched the video yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. I think that the first guy that was behind in 20 feet, pow, 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 shot that handgun in the air. A lot of that kind of goes on him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's in the, and that fills all this chaos and already fucking sketchy situation. Yeah. And it seemed to me like he was trying to to get away from yeah. the situation. situation yeah. <laughs> and and them running and grabbing him from behind. I don't know. No, I, no, I no, no. You're you're correct with that. I mean, what would any of us do in a situation? We don't know. Well, he, here's here's chaos. the thing. I, I probably wouldn't show up with an AR. That's my thing. Like if I was going to, if I was going to be carrying a weapon, it would be something concealed because unfortunately his little baby face with an AR is a poster child for them now on the left. Yeah. Trying to get guns taken. Well, and, and not only that being there in the presence of the people that he was in the presence of, like there were people. What is that? What is that AR for? What's that? Like, what is an AR for? I got one. You got one. You got one. Yeah. Yeah. What's that for? shooting yeah so it is for self-defense I, I agree situation like that <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? yeah yeah it is but, i don't know That's it's too bad that thing. people died but don't be a fucking retard and i'm not gonna sparky's waving around an ar i'm not gonna chase him down no no that's right <laughs> I mean, you ain't gonna go kick a guy and try to hit him on skateboard well, and all that stuff and it's they just had, how they had firearms too, and they weren't even supposed to have it. How they paint that as a white supremacy, fucking racist. And no, and that's the thing that I really want to get at is you know, in Brazil, in Brazil, that they they on their news and stuff like that, they paint they all they were confident that the victims were black. There was like so many different countries that said that the because that's how it was portrayed on. But oh, and they're not yeah. white supremacy and, and all this stuff. But the shooter is white, the victims were white, all the yeah. jurors were white, the judge is white, all the lawyers are white, everybody was white. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And they'll use it, they'll use it for that. Sure. White on white violence. Well, I mean, uh, look at that, <laughs> look happens at that every kid day. from NASCAR, the only black racer in NASCAR. He was totally opposed against this because, like, you know, like George Floyd and all that had nothing to do with George Floyd. No. And you're the only black, you know, not saying nothing like that. It's it's crazy how they turn that narrative around. Well, what's the one that had uh, and this whole that whole fucking riot started because of that other character with the knife. Yeah, the, the cop shot the, the black guy. And you, I watched that video and they're following him around the front of the car saying, stop, stop, stop. He opens the car door. Stop, stop. He pulls out a knife. Stop. What do you got to do? You got to get stabbed first. Yeah. You guys, he, he, he had a restraining order against him from the girl's house that he was at. He had a record as long as my arm. And these are the victims that people talk, him, talk him when he should have been listening. And no, it, and like you said, that's back to the back to this stuff where his face and him holding that gun is the poster child for them is showing that that's evil. Yeah, and like the guy, one of the guys that got shot, he had a felony. Uh, he, uh, yeah, but he had like eleven pedophile fucking things. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. five. Joseph Joseph Rosenbaum had five charges against or uh, for raping young boys. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. And that's that. Uh, that's a victim. That's 
that's not that, that's a that's a perpetrator and and it's well, and it's one of its highest forms if you watch mainstream media that's a victim we, yeah we should be out there throwing rocks right now it's a shame <laughs> no and that's uh like you say you see all the memes about him you know oh you didn't take my guns and all that shit they shouldn't be doing that right now because like you said there's far more people who are on to the left side well and and I think honestly, I think the gun control narrative is absolutely crumbling at this point because more people own guns in the United States now than ever. Yeah, and it's because of their like agenda. I, I was working Every with time guys. The Democrats come and get elected. Gun sales go through the roof. I was yeah. yeah. Well, you you know what? That's that's yeah. I can I could go on about that, but I won't. What do you say we wrap it up? Call it a week. Maybe the uh, Frenchman can take us out with some uh, Humpa 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 music. All right. Yeah. Oh, poor baby. All right. You can check us out next week. We'll be right here serving leftover turkey. And uh, the Frenchman's going to carve up a Shiba Inu. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, thanks for tuning in, and hopefully next week we will have a guest, and yeah. uh, it'll be great. So we'll see ya. Later, bud. Thanks. Later.